Hello and welcome to our Art Splash podcast, where we have open and playful and also meaningful and thought-provoking conversations about art, creativity, life and spirituality. Hello and I'm Joy Fay, And I'm Eve Marie Whitson-Jones. And today it's our 10th podcast. I can't believe it. We're in the double <laughs> digits. Wow, we are <laughs> growing up rapidly. <laughs> so um, we've got an interesting subject today. Um, Eve and I have been talking about it, haven't we, through the week? Yes. And, you know, the recognition that sometimes we find ourselves in a situation where we have to really budget for what we want to have and do and be. <laughs> so we're going to talk about um, being creative on a budget mm-hmm. and how we can move forward, even if we haven't got as many resources as we would like. <laughs> I think it's such an interesting subject, don't you? Eve? Well, yeah. And it actually kind of forces you to be creative about being creative, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Actually, that's a really good way of putting it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And haven't we had that a few right. times over? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, being fi- being creative in order to be creative. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we may maybe should call the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of people have many challenges around their finances and what they can do and what they can't do, and you know, every penny counts yeah. in a very serious way. Right. You know, without joking apart, and um. I think that from my own experience, having had these amazing roller coasters of having money and then not having money and then, you know, working back to get it again. And it's been a continual wave in my life of mm. those peaks and troughs. And um, I find that the thing that has helped me the most when I'm in those predicaments is what I'm focusing on. Mm. If I'm focusing on what I haven't got, it makes me very miserable and depressed and um, in a horrible state of lack. Yes, yes. (laughs) Whereas if if I can force myself to flip the coin, to focus on what I have got, then it kind of you know I, I I don't want to sound woo-woo but the universe kind of opens up it offers your mind creative possibilities and yeah. I've found that proved it to myself many times mm-hmm. that if I can let it go just focus on what I've got rather than what I'm lacking then that starts to motivate me and that then presents things to to be possibilities and I have new ideas I think that's the point yeah that um you know when you're stuck in that awful situation you lack ideas because you're so so focused on all those negatives whereas if you release that and focus on what you have got what you can do then new ideas come into your mind yeah I find that so often do you yeah um it is completely about 
perception and mindset, as you say, you know, the glass half full versus the glass half empty, um, you know, yeah. uh, way of looking at things. And also recognizing that sometimes we can use the excuse of if only I had X, you know, if only I could do this, if only I had better um, brushes or paper or paint or whatever, whatever, you know, and, mm -hmm. you know, it's true that a lot of things that we use as artists can be very expensive, especially if you're going for, you know, the the good, the good quality or the better quality yeah. materials, which mm -hmm. agreed, you know, I'm sure you would be the first to say that those um, do make a difference, don't they, in yeah. terms of what you produce, but it doesn't mean um, that you can't do other things without those, you know, those things, and there are lots mm -hmm. of different ways around it, so looking for opportunities to, um, you know, kind of bridge the gap between, you know, what you can do and what you can't do at the moment, let's just say, and mm -hmm. finding, you know, interesting solutions um, to to bridge that gap, I think is, mm -hmm. as I said, being creative about being creative. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I when I found myself in, in, you know, difficult situations, and I want to do something, and I haven't got the resources to be able to do it it's interesting how you can find ways around it yeah yeah and um it can be kind of really good fun I think I told you I haven't told you know our listeners um that I needed some shelves and I was thinking I'd love those ones from Ikea anyway yeah. at the time I couldn't afford them and uh it sounds ridiculous, but anyway, I thought I'm I'm going to have these shelves come high or hell water. And I just sort of had it in my mind, there must be a way to do this. And then I put YouTube on and up in my recommendations, it's incredible how the universe works. Yes. Came up how making cardboard furniture. Oh, right. Yeah. And I'm going, whoa. <laughs> anyway so there I was <laughs> um you know I did a whole load of research on it and found somebody making cardboard shelves and the really good ones strong ones that would wow. do you know work yeah. yeah yeah anyway so I'd got all my packing boxes from moving I thought I've got all this cardboard so okay <laughs> yeah and I said to yeah and I made these 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 cardboard shelves and they were absolutely amazing and I painted them and yeah they look really cool and you can I couldn't believe that uh, you know yeah it cost me nothing <laughs> just your time I suppose yeah yes, well time yeah. but fun and actually a really great sense of achievement right because um you know I hadn't it hadn't even crossed my mind that one could do that yeah so, it's true yeah <laughs> um you know and I could if I'd wanted to to develop it develop it into a whole load of other things you know because it, it, it you can go on YouTube and have a look yes you can do incredible things and um you know if I was in a if the situation had continued with the with the challenges you know I could have done some other things and painted them and sold them you know <laughs> yeah why not yeah exactly it, it, it's amazing how things can present themselves when 
you change the idea of what you haven't got to what you have got and mm. what you can do with what you have got. Yeah, yeah. I think that is kind of, I feel that's very much in the forefront of my mind every day, you know, even today, you know, sometimes I think, God, I really need a new camera and and really need some new lighting and I wish I had a bigger studio and all those kind of things. And I think, well, actually, you know what? I've got some lights and I've got a studio and it's great and it works. So, you know, be thankful for that. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Sometimes it just, um, you know, you don't realize that you might have other opportunities around you that you're not aware of. So for example, um, I was looking to get something that I could do filming with, you know, like a, a, a stand, a holder, you know, for my mm. my phone to take videos overhead. Yeah. And so I was looking on, you know, Amazon and all these things and thinking, OK, yes, I'm going to have to spend, you know, not a huge amount of money, but a little bit amount of money anyway. So I mentioned it mm. to a friend of mine who is a photographer. You know, um, I said, yeah. you know, can you recommend something? And he said, oh, well, I've got one of those and I don't use it anymore here to take it. And I thought, okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes you just have to sort of ask, you know, ask the universe and yeah. something. Ask and you shall you. receive. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But, you know, on a more practical level, um, you know, that you know, that's one way of doing it, or it's one of many, many different ways of doing it. And, and looking at YouTube videos obviously gives you hundreds and hundreds of, you know, suggestions and ideas about what you can do. Um, and mm. so I did a little bit of a search because I knew we were going to talk about this today. And they, I, I found quite a few really interesting suggestions. So one of them was um, if you're, you know, starting off painting and you don't have a lot of supplies um, to start small, you know, like don't don't paint on big canvases or boards, mm. you know, start on small canvases or whatever you have. It doesn't even have to be, you know, a, a canvas. canvas. It, could be, it can be paper. It can yeah. be paper. It can be wood. It can be cardboard. It can be, you know, almost anything. And that kind of allows you to, you know, manage, you know, something on a smaller scale. So I thought that was a really, mm. a really good idea. And there's yeah. a lot of artists that do very beautiful work on small, you know, on small pieces. Mm. So, um, yeah exactly yeah. absolutely that that's um i think that's a really nice idea and you can actually do the small the small canvases and you can actually put them together so if you had four okay yeah you can you can you can do it such that you can put them all together and it looks as if you've got a big one <laughs> yes yes that's true yeah exactly so, yeah you, know, you, you can put, make a... put them all together yeah yeah and and so you know you're you're you're, you're utilizing and I utilize everything that I can lay my hands on you know to and be creative with it mm -hmm. um I think in relationship to the paint you know I've Sometimes I think, you know, when you see a lot of the artists on, on YouTube and they've got all these big cans of golden paint. Yeah, yeah. Hugely expensive. Yes, yes. Uh, I mean, they're, they're fabulously beautiful and wonderful pigments and paint. You know, it's the Rolls Royce of, of, of paints. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I think, oh, wow. I, you know, I, I can't afford to buy a whole load of golden paints you know mm. you need 
I don't know, in excess of $500 probably to get a nice set of, you know, paints that you would not, you know, use every day. Yeah. But you can, you can get beautiful paints from, you know, less expensive uh, manufacturers and you can add some different mediums to them. You can, you can make them shine. Yeah. You know, you yeah. put then, uh, you, you put some um, glaze with it and all those kind of things. You bring the color out and the pigment out. Yeah. And, um, you know, you work work up to it, really. I mean, here in Spain, and I probably it's a bit similar for you in Portugal. We don't have access to the amount of different manufacturers. You know, I'm kind of limited with yeah. what I can get here. Right. Yeah. And um, I have to kind of just go with that. You know, I wish I could go into what is it, Blick or Walmart or somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get all this stuff we just don't have that here no, you know there's yeah. no hobby shops here at all mm. no craft or hobby shops which I find is intriguing but anyway um but I think going back to how we think about it is fundamental mm -hmm. and how do we get to that how do we get to thinking like that so you know to set yourself some some um little affirmations if you like or reminders to shift the focus every time you get to a, a place where you feel negative about it and frustrated is to switch the dial yeah yeah definitely than, yeah um and capitalize on on what you have and what you can do with what you have right yeah. and um not be frustrated with it but at the same time <laughs> the frustration also can be motivation yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah it kind of works in another way doesn't it yes um you know can kind of give you a determination to change well it does it does force you sometimes if you're really yeah. you know stuck to find um you know a creative solution to it and you'd be amazed and mm. off you know often you don't realize what your mind can come up with as an as ideas until mm. you're sort of in a corner and you've you know you've really got yeah. to find some other way out of it yeah yeah and then also um you know thinking about other people who are in a much worse situation than you. I mm. mean, you know, at the moment on the news, we've seen these horrific fires in Hawaii. I mean, yeah. it's devastating that, yeah. you know, people have lost everything. I mean, literally everything. I mean, you know, where would you start? How how do you get your head around yeah. literally starting again? That's right. I mean, okay, they might get, you know, help from the government or insurance or whatever, but all that will take time. So, you know, when you think about difficult, really challenging situations that people can find themselves in, it always intrigues me of looking at, you know, different documentaries and films about, um, you know, people who were in the Holocaust, for example, and yeah. survivors and yeah. how they put their life together after that horrific experience. It's fascinating that that fascinates me because you would have to have such an, an amazing mindset to take yourself from that horrific 
situation to build your life back again. Yeah. And I feel that sometimes, you know, watching those things helps keep everything in perspective. True. It does. certainly does for me. Yeah. You know, it just yes. gives you another branch to think, okay, maybe I can actually <laughs> change how I think about this. It's not all doom and gloom. And what am I thinking about and how could I change that thinking? And, and, and you I know, think, it comes yeah. back to the neuroscience, what, what you're really interested in. Yeah. And I think also if you think about yourself and what other challenges you may have faced in the past that you overcame, you know, that you found solutions to, it bolsters you up, you know, in your current situation mm. to realize that, you know, you do have the resiliency and you do have the creativity or the ability to find um to find your way out of it and to find you know a creative um opportunity within it to make something you know really kind of unusual and interesting and mm. you wouldn't have perhaps thought of that if you weren't stuck you know in a in a difficult situation so yeah mm. i think it's really it's fascinating how the mind um by switching the the focus puts your your perception completely on what can I do with what I have as opposed to I can't do this because I don't have you know something yes. or another and um, just to go back to the paints for a second just you know I'm kind of thinking of some very you know practical solutions to things so you know expensive paints um, are something that we all you know wish we could have but one of the other solutions might be is if you just have a very limited number of, you know, primary colors in those really good paints, and then you do the color mixing, which, you know, you've taught, uh, yeah. you know, several classes mm. in this. And yeah. I think that that's, you know, that's such a simple and easy way to expand your, um, you know, what's available to you is that you mix the paints yourself. And I, I saw one. Oh, God, uh, yes. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think one of the great ways of doing it, I mean, of course, it takes a quantity of it, but you can mix <coughs> them and store them in a in a different container. So if you want to make, you know, if you want to mix the yellow and red to make an orange, you mix enough of it together and then you put that orange in a bucket or, you know, a, con a yogurt container mm -hmm. or whatever. And then you, you know, then you do a green and then you do, you know, you kind of work your way around the color wheel by making the secondary colors and you keep a quant you have now a quantity of that you know so i mean that's just another opportunity to to think of, of um you know making something from little you know what what you have yeah i think that's that you know you can really make a few colors go a long long way right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's for sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know and I've, you know, in the color mixing course that I did, when you see, you know, you just use primary colors, cadmium red, yellow, and blue, with some black and white. Yeah. The variations on that are phenomenal. Yeah. Well, you can, you can get so many different yeah. colors. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so yes, for sure. Um, but I do, I, I do feel, um, that, and unless we have that kind of um what what would it be what would you call it traction of a, a challenge mm. we don't think <laughs> yeah yeah because the that that pain and that frustration 
forces us to do something. Yeah, you we know, get lazy otherwise. otherwise. Yeah, yeah, we just kind of schmooze otherwise, yeah, don't we? You know, everything's true. fine and da dee da. Yes. Um, and, and we don't grow in the same way. And I would say through, you know, all my peaks and troughs, it's really in the troughs that I've learned the most. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because getting out of those troughs or moving through it um, forces you to think differently, to feel differently, to act differently, to have a different mindset, to push yourself into doing something out of the comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because when you're in the painful situation, um, it's not a comfort zone at all. No, <laughs> so no. <laughs> you have to do. You have to do something. Um, so I feel that you know sometimes when I'm talking to you know other friends who've retired, and you know they're living off a limited amount of money with their pension, and the the what I have experienced is that their fear to do anything different. Oh, really? You know, and the mindset say, well, I've done all my work. I don't want to work anymore. Yeah. So therefore, um, you know, I'm going to stay within these limits. And there's a fear of branching out and doing something because they don't really want to do anything <laughs> because <laughs> they think they've already done. Do you, do you kind of get what I'm I'm, I'm, I'm saying? It, it's, well, I finished working. I don't want to work anymore. But I don't think I feel that if you do something that you really love, it's not about working. It's mm. about exploring and a new adventure and a new possibility that could change their whole scenario. Do you, do you know what I mean? So do they think of doing something different as work, as a as a new form yes. of work? Oh, OK. Yes. All oh, right. Yeah. OK. Interesting. And 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 I yeah I do find that interesting. Um, so what do they think of what they're doing now? I mean, they're just how do they spend their days? Well, that that's the interesting thing about it is that I feel that this again it's mindset mm -hmm. um, because the idea of retiring is that you know you have all this leisure time and you can do what you want. But then a lot of people get really bored with that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Because there's no purpose to That's it. right. That's right. Yes. There's no kind of anything to achieve. There's no reason to get up in the morning almost. No, it, it, absolutely. Exactly. So yeah. I've, I mean, and I actually I was talking to somebody about this yesterday, you know, find a purpose, even, even if it's voluntary work, go yeah. and help a, a charity or, you know, food bank or something anything yeah to have a, a have a purpose and then that opens doors it does it does yeah without without any question and you know my experience of those things happening to me when I've actually had to go and do something that I really didn't want to do mm -hmm. <laughs> but I out of necessity and then something happened in doing that, that I met somebody who introduced me to somebody else. And from meeting that person, a whole new thing happened. Yeah. So yeah. it was, you, you just never know what's going to happen behind that door, even if you don't want to open it to start with. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, I think that yeah. having, you know, that's one of the key, um, I think, ingredients to being happy, just in general, you yeah. know, is to have a sense of meaning and a sense of purpose in your life. And mm. I would say that, by and large, the people that have that are 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 people that look outside of themselves you know they're they're introspective but at the same time they're not focused in on their themselves and their problems and their issues they're looking at how they can help others and contribute to other you know things yeah. in society in some way shape or form even if it's a small thing um and i think yeah. that, that is really the key to the whole thing for sure yeah absolutely yeah and i mean you know yeah the the um economical situation worldwide is mm -hmm. fairly dire straits and you know there's a lot of fear and trepidation around a lot of it you know what are we going to do how are we going to do it blah 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 um and i feel that you know if what we're saying applies then you know i would say take a breath and just focus on what you have yeah yeah <laughs> and feel gratitude for that and then watch what happens in your mind to how you shift it's you know it's a bit like turning the dial on the air conditioner you can yeah. be really hot you can turn it to cold right it can be really cold and you can turn it to <laughs> hot and you know, but you know there's a bit of a transition between it <laughs> But your mind works in the same way, dependent on what you're focusing on. Do you think that sometimes people get caught up in um, some sort of perception that if they can't do something, you know, at the at a very high level, using you know the best uh, the best materials, the best you know mm -hmm. in, in paints or brushes or whatever, that they're not going to even try it because it somehow says something about themselves that it's like people who, you know, I used to know people who would not never step inside of a secondhand clothing shop, right? Because they only yeah. bought, you know, really nice clothing at a very nice shop. And they would never dream of going into a thrift shop to buy clothing. Mm. And so when they if they got into a situation where they can no longer afford to go and buy the very, you know, expensive mm. fancy clothing, it was a big shift in their perception of themselves to accept the fact that, oh my God, I have to go now shopping in a thrift shop. You know, it was like a, a judgment that they were making about themselves and how others were going to see mm. them as well, you know, as opposed mm. to oh, I'm going to now take advantage of an opportunity to repurpose and, and um, you know, find something that will be good for me. And in, and in some way, I'm also helping someone else because the thrift shops are usually, yeah. you know, centered around some sort of charitable, charitable um, you know, purpose yeah. and so on. Mm. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And... I love going into thrift shops. Me too, me too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I find the most extraordinary, amazing things. I love it. I've had loads of stuff from there. You know, you, you might find find the clothes that, you know, somebody's had all this designer stuff and da-di-da, yes. you know, and it's yes. kind of $5 or five euros. You think, whoa. 
but and also you're giving back because that money is going to the charity yeah exactly um, exactly you know yeah. it's cancer research or the animal uh, rescue center or you know whatever it might be the children's this that and the other so yeah again the mindset yeah you, yeah actually by buying something in there you're helping that's right which that's is right. different than going into walmart and buying a jumper or something the only person you're giving that money to is it's walmart, walmart. <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> and you can get in, really sometimes i mean you know not every single time but you know you can often go in there and someone's getting rid of a load of uh, material, artist material, you know, yeah. uh, colored yeah. pencils, or even, you know, you could take old canvases, you know, some really horrible old painting yeah. and, and um, you know, gesso it and paint on top of it, right? Absolutely. And, yeah. I do. I, I used to do that a lot. We, you know, we have like a, a market once a week. Um, it's not an antique market it's a flea market really I guess where people can go and sell secondhand stuff and you can right. get loads of different things and you know very often there's somebody there selling old paintings and stuff and what you can use the canvases why not yeah yeah and absolutely. I mean I've done stuff like that and I've repurposed um furniture I've bought tables and cupboards and painted them chalk painted them had fun with it and you know they've got they've got a meaning to me then in the house because I've I've made you know I've That's turned right. that around I've yeah. done that yeah and I love all that kind of stuff and I did go through a stage quite a few years ago where I used to buy go and buy old furniture and paint it and sell it mm -hmm. oh, well, it. fantastic why not <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and then actually through doing that somebody asked me to go and do their cupboards in their bathroom and oh. then somebody else asked me to do a cupboard in their bedroom and I could have turned that into something I didn't want to because it was just something extra that I did at the time but I could have turned it into you so know a wonderful business. little business if yeah. I wanted to yeah you yeah. know um, you know, I can always fall back on that. <laughs> no, you never know. You if never all know. else fails, if everybody yeah. disappears, then yeah, I've got furniture for sale. I've <laughs> well, I just started another little project. I have um, some um, light shades that I really don't like, but then I thought, hmm, what can I do with these? And so I started um, putting a sort of a macrame um, cover over the top of them so that the old light shade is still oh, okay. there. But there's a macrame, you know, yeah. sort of mesh on top. And they look really, really nice, you know. Mm -hmm. And I thought, hmm, I wonder what else I could do this with, you know. <laughs> you know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's kind of moving the mind into that place. And there is an inertia of, you know, it should or it must or it ought to have been something else. And I shouldn't be in this situation. And if only I'd done this, this wouldn't have happened. And, you know, I made the wrong choice there. Well, we can all say that I've made some really catastrophic choices, yes. which yeah, turned me upside too. down and inside yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I can look back and think, you know what, if I hadn't have done that, I'd be. Well, what's the point? Because I no. did. And I'm yeah. here. <laughs> so I can get myself in a real mess if I start focusing on the what if I hadn't done that scenario <laughs> um but the point is I did and I'm here and what can I do here mm. that keeps me you know motivated and alive and 
happy and relatively sane. Uh, I've just realised, um, oh, I was just thinking about it while you were talking, this isn't our 10th podcast, it's our 11th. Oh, goodness gracious, yes. Wow, so yeah. Yeah, all right then. <laughs> we've, grown, we've, we've grown another year in five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> oh, and funny. actually, you know, when I think about what we're talking about in relationship to the podcast, you know, to start this is exciting and interesting. And okay, I, I we're not doing it to make money. <laughs> we're doing it to, um, you know, share our thoughts and and have interesting discussions. And this is a wonderful thing to do with a friend, don't you think so? Yeah, just absolutely. to keep you know to keep you your mind active and interesting subjects, thinking about what you're going to talk about, doing the the, the research, and that throws up so many different ideas. I mean, I've been looking at a lot of different videos that I wouldn't normally look at. True. Because we're doing the, yeah. the, the yeah. podcast. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's so simple. We just do it on Zoom. It doesn't cost anything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I've got the camera on the computer. You're the same. Um, and, you know, put it out there. Everyone's got something unique to share. You know, we're all different. We've all got different life experiences. And, you know, from doing it, you then get lots of different ideas and inspiration and motivation which changes your whole um approach really yeah so you know I would say you know even between friends do something like this because it's really good fun yeah it is <laughs> and stimulating yeah. yeah and I mean even if it's just um you know um you know, a group of people who get together and have a conversation about a specific topic, you'd be surprised at what people can come up with in terms of ideas. Yeah. And, um, you know, as you say, life stories sometimes are so uh, interesting and inspirational. And exactly. um, you get to know each other, you know, even so much deeper than just a casual, hi, how are you type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And and look what we, we've got to give, you know, we've had so much life experience by the time you get to 60 you know you've had a huge amount of experience that you can share with people and help people yes you know uh, i was talking to a friend of mine and i think i think they're going to start a podcast and they've had such an interesting life and you know they've retired now and they say you know what am i going to do with myself blah 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 i said you've got so much you can offer yeah, yeah. to younger people your experience and what you did and how you did it and um people love those stories yes because it you know they're, they're, don't we watch stories all the time on netflix and on the oh, television yeah, exactly you know yeah you know, yeah they're We're all wonderful we are each your own documentary aren't we yeah <laughs> uh, absolutely i mean on one of these days i'll i i will attempt to start my story from the beginning but you oh. know it's a bit of a saga <laughs> well it's a, it's I, a I will do it at some point yeah um why not you know either yeah. somebody will listen to it or not it doesn't really matter <laughs> it's interesting though isn't it I mean I know we're digressing completely from the topic um but you know when I look back at my life and the different things that I've experienced it's almost like 
I think of it as a, another person, you know, that's not the person that I am mm -hmm. anymore. And so I don't, I don't really dwell on it. I mean, I know it happened and I know that, you know, I learned lots of things from it and it's, you know, and it's turned me or it's, it's, I've evolved as a result of all of these things that, that I've had to live through, mm -hmm. you know, positive and negative. I'm not saying it was all, you know, horrible things at all. Mm -hmm. um, I've had some wonderful life experiences as well. Um, but I think that one of the other things that I like to think about is, you know, where am I going to next? It's not, you know, where it's, it's important to know where you came from and why you are who you are today, yeah. but what are you yeah, going to yeah. do with it now? You know, where are you going to go next with it? And I just love the idea that there's so much opportunity out there, um, on the internet, obviously without the internet, where would we be, mm. um, to learn yes. and to keep learning and to keep growing. And, you know, as, as you know, I'm, I'm, you know, studying hypnotherapy now, and it's just, I just love it because it all, you know, falls into and weaves into all of these other things that I've learned before. And that just keeps adding mm more and more sort of meat to the bone, if you like, about how I understand human behavior and psychology and how I can help people actually, you know, in a very tangible, yeah. real way. And I'm just so excited to, you know, to continue learning and to help people with it. So mm. um, and how how would you compare that to to what you're doing now, to what you were doing when you ditto ditto officially working? How, how, what's the difference? Um, yeah, well, because what I was doing before was very business corporate focused, you know, and very yeah. process oriented and very, um, you know, the end result was always about how to make something work better within an organization and to improve, um, you know, uh, communication. I mean, in in some ways, it's exactly the same, because to be quite mm. honest with you, and I remember thinking this at the time, that most companies are like dysfunctional families, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, you've got the mom and pop at the top who are always arguing with each other, and then the kids are fighting. And, you know, they don't talk, the mother doesn't talk to the father, and the father doesn't want to have time, spend time with the children. And, you know, I mean, it was just kind of so funny to to see how the parallels worked within a company. It was really the same. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. <laughs> how, how do you feel differently from from working, working and the responsibility of that to working now? Is oh, there it's a so much more meaningful. It's so much more meaningful to me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but that, that don't you think that's a really important point? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. That, yeah, that, you're right. I mean, that, so to get back to the question of purpose, you know, yeah. when I was working in my career, I didn't really feel like I had a strong sense of purpose. I mean, it was there, but it was very sort of diluted. And well, you kind of knew what you had to do and how you had to do it and that's right what you had to fulfill and at the end of the day you'd get your paycheck and then you'd be back again on Monday morning doing the same thing so although you had a responsibility to the job yeah as it were yes you you didn't necessarily have the same responsibility for you if you know what I mean right yeah you, you yeah. did but you you had a structure you knew what you had to do mm-hmm so, you know, this is the guideline. This is what we're expecting from you. And you do that, and you get paid. 
So right. someone and, else had kind of dictated to you what you needed to do. Yeah, and you so had to live then, up to an expectation. Yes. Of, yeah. of, you know, a certain yeah. level of performance. So, so then we moved to, right, we don't do that any longer. We've finished with that. And then we're just faced with, you know, little old me, you. Yeah. 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 And we then have to be the boss of our own life. That's right. Of what we're going to do. And I think in that that's quite challenging for quite a few people mm. but suddenly they haven't got somebody else telling them what or they haven't got somebody else's structure to work in right we have to find our own structure yes. to work in and i feel that that can tend to be pretty scary for quite yeah. a few people yeah yeah definitely I mean, if you've you know, spent your life doing some job yeah, you know, a nine yeah. to five type of a job. On, yeah. on top of that, you're not earning the money that you were when mm. you were in the the other situation. So it's a whole kind of new life. Mm -hmm. It's it's a it it the change is quite dramatic, isn't it? Really, when you think about it. Yes, it is. And some people so, really do have a good sense of what it is that they want to do when they retire. You know that. Yeah. That word. Um, and, you know, they just take off and, and they go and they do it. Um, but then other mm -hmm. people, I think, don't have a really good sense of what their life, what they want their life to be like. And they do feel lost. Mm. And as you were describing earlier, you know, they don't want to they don't want to try something new because they feel like they've already, you know, done their work in yeah. their lifetime and they yeah. deserve to whatever the opposite of it of it is. I'm not quite sure what the alternative is to sit back and just you know sit in front of the television and watch and drink tea all day I, I don't know <laughs> or whiskey or whiskey yeah whatever whatever yeah 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 so it's kind of it, it, I think when one kind of really breaks it down there's a lot of different elements to it really and um I would say um it's a different way of taking self-responsibility because mm. suddenly we're responsible for ourselves. Yeah. You yeah. know, unless we're extremely lucky where, you know, the family might come in and help and do all that. I'm not in that situation. I don't have that support system right. in any shape or form. So yeah. if it's not going to be done, it's not going to be done. I have to do it myself or yeah nada <laughs> yeah yeah um you know some people have that family structure and you know in spain certainly the family thing is very much uh it, it's a very strong feeling here you know yes. the families yeah. all do stuff together well you know there is a big kind of family concept idea with most of us but the reality of that is in my experience a large majority of those families are incredibly dysfunctional. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, agreed. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, I mean, yeah. it, it's kind of a bit of a myth that, you know, family is everything. Well, yeah. However, in reality, I mean, I, I, I don't see it very often. I mean, occasionally, but it's it's more not than 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 on you know it's more yeah. off than on well you know one of the most interesting statistics about people who live a long life has to do with um having social a social life 
Um, so beyond your family, you know, having a network of people that you regularly have contact with, that you socialize mm -hmm. with, um, having a partner, if, you know, if you're so lucky to have a partner that, you know, you're, you're, you're happy with and you get along with, um, I think that that's, <laughs> that's another know, myth, but well, anyway, <laughs> can be. Um, I think that that is really, you know, one of the keys to, um, having a fulfilling life is to have these networking connections and mm. to people that you interact with, just as you were saying before, you know, having a conversation with somebody about an interesting topic, it keeps your mind mm. stimulated. It gives you a sense mm. of purpose, gives you something to work on, you know, oh, today we're going to talk about, you know, like what you and I do. Oh, this week we're yes. talking about this. So we have to do some research and we have to think about it and so on and so forth. So yeah, absolutely. It's so important to have, if it's not your family, it's got to be something outside of yourself yeah. that you feel connected to, you know, that supports you in some yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. And I do, again, I think that, you know, it doesn't apply to a lot of people, but for you and me, I live on my own, you live on your own and life is very different to what I'd expected it to be mm. when I was younger. Mm. Never in a million years did I think that I would be living the life I am now. Right. I mean, yeah. it wasn't wasn't even in the you know it wasn't even in the ether for yeah, me. me so um I had never thought that you know I'd be in that this situation mm. so I I feel that a, a lot of women and obviously men you know find themselves in that situation maybe deliberately or unexpectedly, you know, if yeah. a partner dies or something happens. And I'm always amazed how many people get divorced after 30 years of marriage. <laughs> you know, I think, well, you've gone that long, you know, surely another few years wouldn't be terrible, <laughs> but that happens. No. And no. then it, 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 it's shocking what can happen then because suddenly you're faced with a whole new life and you've got to get on with it. So I hope, you know, anyone listening to this, that this applies to, to know that you're not alone. No. You know, a lot no. of us go through those transitions, which can be really hard and painful and upsetting. But there's light at the end of the tunnel because you there there is a support with a lot of people. You can get support because yeah. in talking, you'll discover that there's a huge amount of people in the same position. Yes. It's just that we don't tend to talk about it. You this know, I'm not true. going to tell everybody the, my situation. I'm just, you know, happy joy and I get on with it. People yeah. think that everything's great. You know, they don't know what goes on behind the scenes and, That's true. and what it's taken yeah. to, to, you know, reestablish. Yes. Uh, and that's hard. I think actually reestablish is a good is a good way of putting it that you have to reestablish yourself whether you're with somebody in retirement or whether you're on your own yeah. you have to have a new reestablishment <laughs> <laughs> and you know there is a trend as you mentioned there is a transition period that happens as well you know whether it's because you've now you know stopped working and you're in retirement or you've you know you're no longer in a relationship for whatever reason um, your whole situation has changed. You know, I think it's it's a bit of a shock to the system, isn't it? You know, and so Absolutely. it does take time yeah. to, you know, to kind of yeah. 
sit back and 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 do that um, evaluation, you know, self interest, you know, introspection and thinking about well, what is it that I do like, mm -hmm. you know, what is it that that gives me pleasure or that I don't like to do or do I really want to spend time doing this or would I rather spend time doing that? And, you know, I think yeah. often people, um, they don't even know where to start. You know, they don't even know what questions to ask of themselves. And I think that that's important mm. is to, is to <clears throat> just listen to other people's stories. And then it gives you ideas and inspirations of, oh, wow, that's true. You know, once upon a time, I used to like to um, to paint or when I, I used to, you know, when I was a kid, I used to, you know, uh, make clay figures with, you know, um, mm. plasticine or something, you know, and yeah. then you get a chance to revisit, you know, things that you'd forgotten about that you used to love to do, but you've pushed aside. So you mm. can, you know, reclaim and as you say, reestablish a different, um, a different yeah. life for yourself, you know. And yeah, but it does, it does take time. I mean, I, I know all the different scenarios of mine, but I know when I first got divorced, it probably, I would say it took me at least four or five years mm. to get myself properly back on my feet. Yeah. And, and know what life was about. I didn't, you know, I'd, I'd, I, I just had gone living with my parents been okay I'd been working and doing lots of different other things but I'd had somebody look after me as it were yeah and, th and then I got married and and I was you know wife and mother and looked after I did a bit of part-time this and that the other and my painting and various other things but I didn't have the responsibility of paying mm. bills and car insurance and mortgage and all that stuff and then suddenly you know, oh my God, I've got to stop paying tax and um, I've got to pay the electric bill and yeah. how the hell do I do this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. For some people, it's a real learning you know? curve. Isn't yeah, and that it? was yeah. in my mid-30s. Yeah. I mean, so I had the energy and the ability to go, okay, well, I better learn how to do this. In your mid-60s, if you're left in that situation, it's a bit of a different story. Yeah. You know, yeah. oh yeah. my God. Right. And um, I know my mother was in that place. And it, it was really hard, 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 hard for her. Mm. And I understand. I understand it now because, you know, I'm the same age as she was then. You're right. And, yeah. Um, but I'm used to it now. I've been doing it for a long time. Well, sure. You know, but, um, you know, you'd, you have to learn. But learning in your, you know, later years, um, things that you're not, inclined to learn <laughs> <laughs> or that you don't want to learn but you have to it's another story so um yeah so focusing on what we have rather than what we haven't got I have got an electricity bill and I can learn how to pay it <laughs> <laughs> and I can find the money to do that <laughs> yeah yeah I know and uh even though you may not like to have to but yes there it's one of those things you don't have much choice yes. about. Yeah, yeah exactly exactly yeah. um and I mean you know okay we can laugh about it now but it's a struggle it has been you know there's been some really horrible struggle times I remember breaking open my kids uh piggy bank you know and counting out pennies so we could go mm -hmm. buy a loaf of bread but you know um it's one of those things that it's there and it reminds me, I think of it and it reminds me of how fortunate I am, you know, to be 
in a situation where I don't have to worry about that, you know, and um, not that I have loads and loads of money, but I, I'm, I'm able to look after myself and, and, and I was able to look after my children at the time, you know, even though it was a struggle, but mm. uh, make do, I keep forgetting what that expression is, but you know, um, you do with what you can. Be thankful. Well, you, you have to be thankful for what you have. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, however, however small that is, mm. and even more, however great that is, <laughs> I get I get very upset when people who have got everything complain about their lives. That if anything was to piss me off, it's that <laughs> <laughs> that they don't stop and say, "God, how amazing their you know their life is." And they're complaining about so many things. Like I really, that really gets me. If if anything got me at all, it's that. <laughs> well, I tell you, I I I have also um, I get pissed off because I see people who are in a situation of lack, but they have the solution or they have the means to get themselves out of it, and they don't. You know, they just mm. want to complain about the fact that they don't have this and they don't have that rather than actually doing something about it. And that's what gets me, you know, gets my back up because at the beginning, you know, I, I like to help them. And I, I, you know, I'm always willing to give everybody an opportunity mm -hmm. to move ahead and to get out of a, of a hole. But at some point you've got to, you know, put your hands up and climb yourself, right? You can't just rely on people yeah. to bolster you up. And if you don't make mm -hmm. that effort to get yourself out of a hole, then, I'm sorry, I've, you know, mm. I, I kind of lose it at that point. I don't see the point anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do very much yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. I think another a com another conversation that would be interesting to have is actually the preparation time for retiring. Mm. How to prepare yourself. Yes. That if you're, you know, if you're still working, but you know you've only got, you know, a year left to, to in the job or a couple of years, how you're thinking about what you're going to do right yes later yes and i think that's kind of a, a very interesting conversation to be prepared not just with what you do but emotionally and physically and um you know to have some kind of um plan yeah or a dream and, and and how to fulfill what it is that you might like to do. Well, there are loads um, of people out there that offer financial advice, you know, to people who are going yeah. into retirement. But I don't know, and this is something that, you know, I, I would like to try to, you know, promote to people as well, is just exactly mm -hmm. what you're describing, is to think about beyond the financial aspect of it, there's a whole other part of your life that's going to change. And, yes yeah exactly and preparing yourself for that yeah so i and i think that's an interesting subject that we can we can expand on perhaps right. next time yeah um, i do know what i want to ask you that a few people have commented about a few weeks ago you you told us that wonderful story that you were going on the motorbike oh yes <laughs> and you never told us what happened well unfortunately <laughs> it actually didn't happen um oh okay yeah no oh, so shame. i don't have a story to tell yet oh. but um yeah it's it will happen one day but i i i sort of jumped the gum gun a little bit 
Um, I thought I was going to be taken on a motorbike ride, but my friend said, no, 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 no. We're not ready for that yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So you've yeah. got to wait a bit now. <laughs> I have to wait a little bit. I have okay. to wait a little bit. But what we do do, what actually we do together is we go kayaking at, uh, and when the sun, uh, when the moon is wow. rising, when the sun is setting. So that's a lovely thing to do. Um, it's not quite as... Uh, well, it's exhilarating, but it's not as, you know, um, perhaps risk-taking as on the back of a bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm very fortunate to have that Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was an interesting conversation. I hope we've, we've um, given a few people a bit of inspiration and a few ideas and um, some things to think about, which is the purpose of the podcast. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's certainly given me a few things to think about myself this week, you know, doing a bit of the research. And yeah, me too. Looking me too. From videos. Yeah. And uh, that's it. I, I love the fact that it can stretch us and we can learn things that we never knew were there. I know. You know, we don't know what we don't know. Yeah. And until you kind of give yourself a bit of a shove, we remain ignorant. So I love the fact that, you know, actually by doing this, um, I, you know, I hope we're imparting some of our ideas and our interests, but, you know, just from doing it, I'm learning an awful lot of stuff. Yeah. And I really like that idea. Yeah. So, actually, one of the things yeah. that I, um, that I, I was watching on YouTube the other day are people unpacking um, orders that they got from this company Timu. Have you ever heard of it? No. Timu? So it's um it's an online shop. Um, it's all based in China. So you know, full mm. disclosure, you're buying Chinese goods. If that, that mm. if you don't like that, then don't go there. But in any <laughs> case, um, they they have a lot of art supplies available and very cheap ones as well. And so a few people have bought, you know, say $50 worth of art supplies just to see what they're like, you know, in terms of quality. Oh, okay. And so yeah. you watch them unpack this bag of all these different things that they bought, you know, um, paints and brushes and paper and this and this and this. And it's really interesting because sometimes they'll say, wow, this is really, really good. You know, they were surprised by um, the quality and, and, you know, the, um, mm. um, the variety or whatever the, 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 you know, uh, workmanship of the, uh, of the article that they got. And sometimes they're like, oh no, it's, you know, it's really not good. Mm. So that's another opportunity to learn, you know, where you can find things that might be cheaper okay. and what's worth it and what's not worth it. So, you know, that's another mm. suggestion I would make to, oh, well, maybe you could put the link in yeah we'll yeah i will I'll, I'll send you the link in, uh, you below. in the description yes. yeah so and then we'll put all our other links in so if you right. want to go and do a little exploration of even <laughs> me okay <laughs> what we do at the rest of the week <laughs> yes yes all right i'm now nearly ready for the retreat which yeah is so are we going to be doing a podcast next so we'll, so well, yeah well we'll do a podcast for next week and then the next one will be something to do with the retreat which will right. be fun Okay. So um, I think, um, yeah, be good. I'm so excited. I'm very nervous about it, but I'm excited. Oh, it's going to be, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. We'll have lots yeah, of fun. So we'll, we'll have lots to talk about with that too. That's definitely. Cool. Definitely. Okay, Joy. Okay. Well, anyway. Well, great. To you Thanks. And you too. And thank you everybody for listening, watching and, you know, please like if you did. 
and share and subscribe and all those lovely things. And if you've got any comments of your suggestions or, you know, how this affects you, it's wonderful to read those and get some feedback. You know, it's really valuable um, for us because we want to, you know, give as much as we can to um, enhance as many people's lives as possible. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And please, you know, that's let us the know. intention. Yeah, give us some yeah. ideas and suggestions for things that, you know, you'd like yeah. us to discuss as well. Yeah, and and maybe, you know, tell us what you've done in your retirement to, um, you know, change things up or whatever. That would be right. great. Okay, yeah. fantastic. Well, have a good week. Thank you. And have a good week, everybody. And uh, thanks for watching. All See right. you soon. Bye. Lots of love. Bye.